The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. We welcome you to the Grace in Focus radio program and podcast. Today, Catherine Wright and Ken Yates are continuing their discussion on the Book of Romans. How is the Book of Romans misunderstood today? What is the wrath of God in Romans 1.18 and throughout the Book of Romans, and where is it aimed? Can a believer experience the wrath of God? Those questions and others will be dealt with after I just mention our website, faithalone.org. Hope you'll go there and see the many resources that are available to you there. And very important, of course, we want to mention our 2023 National Conference coming up in May, May the 22nd through the 25th. And here's something Bob Wilkin had to say about that conference. The teaching that we get at the annual conference for Grace Evangelical Society is so meaningful to me. I'm always encouraged to hear pastors and theologians and missionaries who are talking about the scriptures and talking about their walk with Christ. I'm always moved when I hear these messages. Get all of the details on the Grace Evangelical Society National Conference 2023 at faithalone.org. Now it's time for today's discussion with Ken and Catherine. We're thrilled to be with you all as we continue looking at selected passages and ideas in the book of Romans. That's right. We looked at the theme statement last time, and pretty much everyone agrees that the theme of the book of Romans is Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. And if you listen to that particular podcast, you know what Catherine and I have strongly suggested is that the word salvation in the book of Romans is not talking about salvation from hell. Uh, It is talking about salvation from the consequences of sin. Sin always brings negative consequences. Even it can lead to physical death. In one sense, you could say sin always leads to death. If you look at it in a very broad sense, if God is life and I'm out of fellowship with him when I sin, then what is my experience? What am I experiencing if I am not walking with the one who is life? Well, I have an experience of death. And so right after this theme statement where Paul says that the good news for the believer is that there is a power of God that is available to save you, to deliver you, the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, verse 16, what is it that we could be saved from? Starting in verse 18, Paul builds upon that. And notice what he says. I'm going to read it. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Now, right off the bat, he says you can be saved. And then he starts talking about the wrath of God. It's clear in this context that this is the salvation that Paul is talking about. There is a power of God that will deliver you from the wrath of God. So what is the wrath of God here? In my Bible, I have a circle around the word is. This wrath is being revealed. It's a present reality. And I think maybe that's 
a major distinction that's often missed is going back to how this is traditionally understood. Wrath is hell. It's something that will happen at the lake of fire. But looking at the present tense of this verse, we're talking about a reality that is currently being revealed upon the world. Just that distinction, I think, is super important that we're not talking about a future event at the lake of fire, but we're talking about a deliverance that's being offered here and now to people, including believers. Paul is saying the wrath that he's talking about is something that you and I can see right now. Mm -hmm. It is being revealed right now. And when you read the rest of chapter one, you see that is exactly what he's talking about. The way the world is seen today, you can see the wrath of God. Three times in chapter one, it says God gives them over to a darkened mind or to a depraved mind. And so you can see people, he says, and when you see them doing these things, you are seeing the wrath of of God. Yeah, I think also just thinking back in the Old Testament as well. When you think about when the nation of Israel fell into rebellion or idolatry, what would happen? God got mad. He got <laughs> mad and he whooped them, you know, the, as we would say here in South Carolina. They would get in trouble and he would send in, you know, the Philistines or the Assyrians or the Babylonians. So to say that God's wrath is only a future event is inconsistent with what we see not only in the past, but also just in our present reality. We see that there are consequences to sin here and now. I also just want to point out another kind of small word that's easy to miss in this verse is the word all, all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. And I think perhaps that's another worthy word to unpack that all of us, believer or unbeliever, if you sin, there is wages that will come out of that, as you know, we'll see later on that if you are a believer and you lie, the result of that is the same as if you were an unbeliever and you lie or if you steal or if you cheat or the un whatever the ungodliness is, the result of that is there will be consequences. And Paul lists a number of things in Romans 1 that is a display of the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. One way to look at it is if an unbeliever commits adultery, what that can do to that marriage and what that can do to the family and what that can do to the children. Is the believer who does the same thing immune from all those things, mm. particularly if he continues in these things? Now, we as free grace people know that if you're a believer, you don't lose your salvation. But the question is, can you then experience the wrath of God because of what that sin brings into your life? Are you exempt just because you are his child from exactly the consequences right. of sin in your life? And we would say, no, you can still experience the discipline of God in your life. When you look at Romans 1, even though Paul is talking about the unbelieving world, they experience this wrath of God. You can see through these descriptions in Romans 1 that this applies to believers as well. Which goes back to what we said in our previous episode that, again, the readers are believers. So obviously, Paul is emphasizing the impact of sin that sin can have in our lives. And do you want salvation? Do you want to be delivered from that? And I think hopefully the answer is yes, I do, please. <laughs> yes, because this wrath is possible and it occurs because we live in these bodies of flesh. 
And as believers, we still live in these bodies of flesh. And so the question is, if I walk according to the flesh, what am I going to experience? I'm going to experience the wrath of God. And as Catherine pointed out, it says here, for the wrath of God is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, not just all ungodliness and unrighteousness of unbelieving. Can believers live ungodly lives? Is that possible? Sure. Now, obviously, Lordship Salvation people and a strong Calvinist is going to say, well, if you're truly saved, you're not going to do that. I wonder if they would say you could experience a little bit of the (laughs) wrath of God, but not a lot of the wrath of God. But no, that's not true. A believer, when you read in Romans 1, for example, the sexual sins, are believers immune from sexual sin? Is it impossible for them to fall into these sexual sins that are listed here in Romans 1? Real bluntly, he's going to talk about homosexuality. Can a believer engage in homosexual acts? Sure they can. Paul is saying that when you do, you are experiencing the wrath of God in your life, and you're given over to a depraved mind. And I would take that even a step further. The believer is capable of doing anything. As John says in 1 John, the believer who walks in darkness, if you walk in the light, you will not stumble. But what if you're a believer who's walking in the darkness? You can stumble, you can fall, who knows where it can lead to. And when you read These descriptions of the depraved mind in Romans chapter 1, you can see it. Sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, whisperers, backbiters, violent, boasters, inventors of evil things, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving. Can a believer walk in the darkness to where those things are being produced in his life? Absolutely. Just even the example of David, I was, as you were reading, murder is on there. I mean, David's probably the classic example, right? He sends Uriah and takes Bathsheba for his own. So you've got both murder and sexual immorality. And what was the result of that? Did God just turn a blind eye and say, oh, well, because he's a child, a man after God's own heart, everything's hunky-dory? Or were there consequences? Oh, there were tremendous consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he lost a child. Well, he lost more than one child, right? He lost his kingdom. He had a daughter raped. There were many things that came out of that. What we're saying about the book of Romans, this follows right after the theme statement where Paul says, you can be delivered, you can be saved by the power of God. What we're saying is this, that when you become a believer, you're still in this body of flesh. And you can still experience these things. But the good news that Paul has for the readers, the believing readers, is you can be delivered from this. You don't have to experience these things as a believer in Jesus Christ. Now, yes, he is talking about primarily the unbelieving world here and the situation that they find themselves in. They have to live in this because they've not been justified yet. But if you're a believer, the power to be set free from that and to be delivered from that is available to you through the spirit who lives within you. There are a lot of discussions today from people who say it is impossible for believers to experience the wrath of God. But you study Romans 1 yourself. Can I as a believer, even though I have eternal life and can never lose it, can I through my sin experience the wrath of God in my life? 
I would say yes. I would too. And remember, keep grace in focus. Zane Hodges' excellent commentary on Romans, entitled Romans Deliverance from Wrath, is available right now on our website, faithalone.org. Get half price through February 28, 2023, when you use the code word ROMANS. That's faithalone.org. Are you interested in finding other free grace believers just like yourself in your area? Well, you can do that by going to our website, faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On our website, we have a church tracker. It's an easy-to-use map that will help you locate those other free grace churches that might be in your area. So come visit us at the website and take advantage of our free church tracker. It's at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. There are a lot of costs involved in staying on the air. That's why we so much appreciate our financial partners. If you'd like to learn how to become one, you can find out more by going to faithalone.org. We would love to hear from you. Maybe you've got a question, comment, or some feedback. If you do, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next Grace in Focus, we continue the series in Romans, looking at a very universal problem, enslavement to sin, and how do we get set free from the wrath of God. Please join us, won't you? This is the Grace Evangelical Society. Until next time, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.